we're glued to the game, like at the play-in in Minnesota. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Big Dog wow. Ball Talk. Yeah, you like that one? Wow. You like that one? That was good. It's Friday, yeah, baby. Yeah, we, we didn't talk about that. No, well, we I mean, it wasn't worth talking about. That was fucked up. That was weird. Uh, that, that uh, yeah, that lady, I'm not really sure what, what it was about. They, people were saying they thought it was a protest, but I didn't really hear anything else about it. Did you? Well, I heard, I don't know if, I could be getting this completely wrong. I thought maybe like animal rights p protest, but no, that doesn't, no, that I don't makes think sense. that's what I heard. No, but that, I, no, I don't that totally know. makes sense. But it was some kind of <laughs> protest. I, I'm apologies to uh, to this woman. I, I forget what you were protesting. Sorry, it didn't work. Your your stand didn't uh, exactly yeah. work in this case. You know, maybe next time. But you did um, give us a laugh. I sound like such. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it was. I didn't even see it happen. They kind of. They. I, I heard about it after the game. Mm -hmm. um, they kind of like quickly glossed over it during the game. But uh, no, like if it was with her hand, right? She tried yeah. to super glue her hand. That would have, if that had had some time to dry, if she had got got it right on there. Well, that's the thing. Well, you that would have uh, been, uh, I, I don't her know. skin would have been left behind, just a skeleton hand, you know, being <laughs> escorted out of the fucking Well, I don't, I don't know if you, if you saw the, the, the photo or the video. Somebody went on the court after the game, and you, they, she actually did, like, get, like, she left, like, a, a handprint with the glue, like, left oh, a mark on, on the court. So, I mean, she, wow. she, she literally left her mark on the game. So, uh, congratulations to her. Um, and, uh, you know, another guy who left his mark on that game, Patrick Beverly. Uh, since it's Friday, Jordan, maybe we'll have a couple Bev lights. I don't know if you, yeah, uh, yeah. If you saw that collaboration potential. Uh, uh, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's funny. That's I'm the like, only yeah. thing that'll get me to drink uh, a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, same here. Uh, I'm a Bud Heavy guy. Uh, so, so much different. Uh, but everybody, it's the fucking NBA playoffs. We're finally here. Uh, it's... Friday uh, tomorrow is the uh, official tip off for uh, for the, it's the good Friday, NBA man. playoffs. It's good Friday. It is good Friday. It's a great Friday actually. I think uh, I'm feeling great. No. Um, not just good. Um, so again, happy uh, Easter weekend to anyone who uh, who celebrates. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, tomorrow it's gonna gonna be a, a great time. Utah Jazz and Dallas Mavericks kicking us off at uh, 1 p.m. So uh, you know everybody, it's uh, it's gonna be an amazing playoff run. It's up yep. for grabs. Any team, one through eight, could really decide to snatch it this year. So uh, just be ready. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, we might as well get right into it, Jordan. Let's uh, not beat around the bush. We're going to kick it off with the Eastern Conference first. And uh, we're going to go from the uh, the number eight matchup uh, versus the number one Miami Heat uh, uh, game first. Obviously, again, uh, as of recording this, we uh, we don't have the winner of that uh, that eight seed yet between the Atlanta yep. Hawks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we're kind of going to be doing a little bit of a half and half preview here, uh, while yep. also you know talking about you know who we think is going to walk away with the matchup uh, win in that one. Um, yep. Overall, Jordan, uh, my my biggest takeaway when I'm looking at this matchup is that the Heat are going to have a, a pretty, I think they're going to have a pretty dominating and a pretty convincing uh, series win against either the Hawks or the Cavs. Uh, I, I, I honestly, yeah. I, I I don't really think that the Heat, I think that the Cavs could, you know, they could fight, they could ugly it up, they could, you know, make it a little bit, uh, a little bit close. Um, but I don't think the Atlanta Hawks stand a chance uh, against the Miami Heat. I think a team like that, like the Hawks is just built on Trey Young iso ball uh yes yeah. that's like that's like your worst nightmare uh if you're having yeah. a match up with miami heat in the playoffs because trey young's not gonna be getting the calls that he usually does uh and then you have to go through this absolute gauntlet of uh you know all nba uh, defensive players uh, yeah. uh you know try and get your get your buckets get your reps in there um so yeah i'm, I'm not uh, too too convinced that uh the atlanta hawk are gonna be able to do anything there 
because uh, you, you got to kind of match the intensity and the toughness of the Miami Heat, and the Atlanta Hawks are definitely not a team that's going to be able to do that. Yeah, no, and like it, it, Trey, uh, like you saw Trey in that uh, that playing game against the Hornets, mm-hmm. really have himself a night, obviously. Um, and you know the Hornets didn't put up much of a fight, but that they didn't have much. Like you, especially saw them struggle with protecting the rim, like almost at yeah. all. Like Trey was getting in there for you know his classic. You know, is he going to shoot a floater, or is he going to, or is this a lob pass? And he started Capella? off bad. He was one for yeah. eight or something. He was he was yeah, not he was, shooting well. He was he was missing yeah. like bunnies though. To be fair, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he really picked it up as the game went along. And you know the 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 Hawks role players hit shots, and you know the. Yeah, the, the the Hornets just kind of didn't put up the 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 fight that I thought you know a team in their position would yeah that of, was sad. you know be inclined to do. They they got down and then they just kind of gave up. You know, Miles Bridges was frustrated at the end, throws his mouthpiece, and uh, like we talked about, Lamelo didn't become that uh, scorer that I, I thought he he needed to uh, to to give them a better chance. But anyway, you know, the Hornets were a were a ten seed for a reason here yeah. at the end of the day. So, um, but uh, the uh, yeah when when we're looking at whether it's yeah the Hawks or the the Cavs if we're talking about the Hawks like I I just think you know Bam Adebayo uh, the way he can play that kind of drop and cover all that space around the rim I don't think that the Hawks will have any any sort of chance of you know getting rolling offensively which is the only way they can win this that that series at all like if they uh outscore the Heat and I just think the the Heat are going to clamp down they're going to have that home court advantage I don't think Trey is going to be able to go in and you know uh uh freaking intimidate or not intimidate but you know go in like he did at, at msg last yeah. year and you know yeah. fucking uh toy with a, a pretty poor defensive team and a team that's doesn't have much playoff experience that's not going to be uh you know his experience in miami this year like there's a lot of uh you know we've talked about miami before um you know the the dogs that they have and the 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 guys with playoff experience who are tough and physical yeah um so you know I, I could maybe see if it if it is Atlanta that gets through them winning a game maybe two at home. Oh, but wow, okay. I'd be I'd be pretty surprised if they won two games. I think yeah. maybe they oh, get one. Shot. I get maybe get maybe they get one at Atlanta. But I, if I had to put my money on something, I'd say a five game series because I, I do give Trey some of that respect for him to absolutely go off and you know Bogdanovich to hit some shots and um, you know uh, ha- however it happens, I can see them winning one, but. Probably not more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in if we're looking at the Cavs, like they're just too they're just kind of hobbled right now. Like Jared Allen's apparently gonna give it a go tonight. He's gonna try uh, you know, with his hand injury. They're doing um, what they can, ho- right? Like I I mean they, they don't they can't, they gotta risk oh, yeah. it. Oh no, yeah. You can't it, you know, if if you're even fifty percent, like I I respect his decision to to give it a go for sure. Um, you know, and but we'll see how he looks. Like he might be, you know, if he's not a hundred percent of his uh, you know, sort of uh the the his self and the way he defends and can get involved offensively too like um it's it's going to be tough for them to even beat atlanta first of all yeah but um you know going into the the, the heat series like he's gonna have to do what he can to sort of match uh you know the the defense that that my the interior defense that miami has because you know you're, you're gonna have jimmy butler driving in there kyle lowry driving in there tyler hero all these guys um and you know it with Cleveland, it, it I, I agree with kind of what you said. It, I think it's, you know, it, they can make it a little bit more interesting with those kind of twin towers there mm-hmm. um, in the middle, making it really hard for Miami to get into the paint. Because we know, um, you know, if, if Bam's not, you know, if he has trouble scoring the ball, um, it, you know, Kyle Lowry's not 
always the most aggressive guy scoring the, by himself, the, the ball himself. He likes to get other guys involved. Jimmy Butler, if he's not getting to the paint and kind of mixing up his game, we can see him fall into sort of shooting slumps and, and not shoot it well from the outside. And then that's the sort of classic problem that uh, we've talked about with Miami is where, where are they going to find the offense? You're then relying on Tyler Hero to do a lot. Um, but uh, like we said, you can really uh, take advantage of having Tyler Hero on the floor if you're uh, – if you're the Cavs, like get Garland's, uh, you know, get Hero switched onto Garland every play and just let him yeah. go to work, um, you know, something like that. And so I don't know. I, I again, I give the Cavs uh, probably a you know a better shot of making it a longer series. But even then, I'd be I'd be shocked if if this series goes to seven. No, oh, um, yeah, and I'd yeah. be and I'd be extra shocked if the Heat don't win. Like I think it's a four or five or six gamer probably. Uh, closer to a four or five, no matter who their opponent is, and yeah. uh, I, I'd be I'd be pretty fucking blown away if the Heat lose to either of the, these teams. And in the Cavs' case, I think you know if they were fully healthy, um, and I don't know if Levert was giving them a little bit more consistently, I, I'd feel a little bit better. Um, but they, they, neither of those teams have enough. My, Miami's too strong defensively. Yeah, no, I I completely agree there, man. I'd say it's. Yeah, it's it's crazy that we're 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 thinking that you know the Cavs might actually miss the playoffs. Like I'm kind of feeling like worried because yeah. again, I think Trey Young could go off. Like it's not like Darius yeah. Garland or Karis LeVert are really going to be you know perimeter stoppers, uh, especially no. on like you know one of the the top uh, offensive players in the league uh, for the, for this playing game tonight. Um, and, and also like the Cavs deserve to be in there. Like that's the thing no, that really like like sucks. Like it feel, like I'm not a Cavs fan, but like. How can you not cheer for a team like this? Comes into the year with absolutely no expectations, and you know they, yeah. they probably, if uh, you know Evan Mobley and Jared Allen didn't uh, you know get hurt down the stretch of the season, uh, no, they wouldn't they, be in they, this position. Yeah, they wouldn't be in this position. They'd probably be uh, you know this number six seed uh, yep. or something, you know, because uh, that was really when they just dropped off. So uh, you know, really unfortunate circumstances, but I mean that's that's just the way the the, the, the cookie crumbles here. So uh, there's no, there's, it's kind of nut up or shut up time. Uh, yeah. for for the Cavs, and I, I just think that this is a this is a bad time. I, I think this is really bad timing for for the Cavs, and I I, I think that you know I, uh, I I want the Cavs to win, but I'm I'm just feeling like the Hawks are going to get up to something. And I but again, if you're the Miami, they're Heat, favored. My, they're favored right now. Yeah, minus two I, the Hawks. I, I think that's a yeah, I think that's a that, that's smart by the bookies there. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not sold on you know Jared Allen being hundred percent yet. Um, yeah. but, but again, uh, you know, the Cavs playing the heat, um, I mean, it's a one, eight matchup at the end of the day. I mean, the, we should yeah. be essentially saying, you know, there's no way, uh, yeah. virtually that the, the eight seed should overcome the, uh, the, the one seed here. Uh, and, but I, I think that this Miami heat team is going to really impress a lot of people, uh, yeah. especially just down the stretch of this playoffs. Um, cause I, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people just kind of started to doubt them or like kind of look past them because they weren't yeah. they aren't the flashiest team they don't have the biggest names or superstars like i mean jimmy butler and kyle lowry and bam out of bio are are big names even tyler hero uh should have yeah. jack harlow on that uh i mean <laughs> they uh that but they still you know people don't like them because they're not like uh you know they're not going out there throwing windmills and uh you know yeah, talking yeah, shit yeah. in the press conferences and whatever um so i think that you know that kind of loses them some respect and some uh, some integrity there but uh they're legitimately one of the best teams in the nba right now uh yep. and uh, to not treat them as such is kind of uh you know uh it, it dumbfounds me a little bit um yeah the, the way people kind of address them but uh yeah i think i think the hawks i'm gonna say zero chance absolutely no chance against the miami yeah. heat in the seven game series the cavaliers best i could give them is six games and that's just yeah. if you know mobley and allen as you said you know they can really 
uh, battle down low and kind of slow the pace down. And then Darius Garland can kind of, you know, as you said, get some ISOs yeah. on, even on Lowry. Cause I mean, there's the same height. Uh, so, you know, Garland's yeah. going to easily be able to shoot over him. Uh, Cause he's yeah. used to having like the taller defenders on him. So I think that uh, they, they've definitely got some matchups and plays that they could, you know, work around to, to, to kind of give the Heat a bit of a run for their money. Um, yeah. but, I, but I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to, you know, the veteran experience, I, I kind of I remember looking at this as a matchup, uh, even like around the All-Star break. Uh, yeah. There was, there was really, the Cavs kind of like got in a shitty position. There was only like one team, maybe two, that they could have matched up with in the first round that I would have even given them slight chance. They're just too young. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. their year. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, no. maybe next year, Totally different story. You know, one playoff series can do wonders uh, to you know, your yeah. experience and uh, your development. So uh, we'll see how they end up, uh, you know, bouncing back. And we'll see if they can get in there and get over the the hump against the uh, the Hawks tonight. But uh, it, it's going to – it's definitely going to be a really tough one. So, um, yeah, my final my, – my official uh, prediction, I'm going to say uh, Miami Heat sweeps Atlanta or five games over the Cavs. All right. And, and who are you picking uh, Hawks-Cavs officially? Who do you think is going to actually squeak it out? No, I don't. I don't care. I I don't care. I'm going. I'm back in the Cavs. I'm back in the underdog. Just because my heart wants Same. to do, but my brain, Same. my brain tells me the Hawks are going to win this one. It's going to be a boring game. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, the same way you you know you said the Hawks des- or the the Cavs deserve to be in there. Part of me is like, no, Trey Young, you're the ninth seed. You 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 just miss. You you deserve to miss the playoffs. Yeah, like yeah. you you fuckers who talked about it was boring. Well, I know I, I get it, but I mean, like, you, 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 the guys talking about how it's fucking boring now playing regular season basketball when you, uh, you know, have one playoff run and yeah, you know, think yeah. you think you're top shit. Like, no, you were the fucking ninth seed. Like, you could have theoretically run it back and been one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, but you were not. You had a horrible year. So I'm way more. I, I'm 100 percent backing the Cavs too. Um, and you know, uh, I I just think they deserve it more as a team. But I I agree. You know. The Hawks just have with Trey Young, they have that X factor, that mm-hmm. sort of postseason um, sort of flair about them. And uh, yeah, I if I had to put money on it, I'd have to bet on the Hawks just because they can just yeah. really go off. But I mean, the Cavs they've they've got it at home. Uh, their guys are going to be motivated to make the playoffs. We'll we'll see what they can get out of their wings. Um, I hope it's the Cavs. I hope it's the Cavs. Yeah. But I'm a little worried. Um, and then yeah, I'll I'll go if it's the Hawks. We'll say five games. I think the Hawks will get one. And if it's the Cavs, I'm saying five games too. Yeah. I uh, I think that they'll probably get one at home as well, but but probably not more than that. Um, mainly because, yeah, but, but everything we've talked about, but also just the biggest thing for me, the Cavs, they didn't have that wing player um, that we talked about uh, earlier on. They they had, you know, they have good bigs and good point guard play and with, with Garland um, and even Rondo coming off the bench, but they don't have any sort of wing scorer, especially earlier in the year. They went and addressed it with Karis LeVert, but Karis LeVert has been crap, and he's yeah. sure as hell not going to yeah. start going off against Miami of all no. teams. That's no. not where he's going to have his yeah. best series. So, so yeah, I, I think it'll just be whoever gets through Miami in five. That's my official prediction. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you're on the heads with that one, man. Um, the next matchup we're going to be previewing here, uh, it's a uh, it's a doozy. It's a it's a hell of a matchup. Uh, I think a lot of people at, at one point in the year probably would have circled this one as a possible conference finals. Uh, in yeah. the Eastern Conference, uh, it's the uh, actually there's quite a few here that you could uh, say people thought would be conference finals, but yeah. uh, I digress. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Boston Celtics. Um, this one is going to be insane. This is going to be 
Uh, it's a rematch of last year. I believe last year was also the uh, the, the 2-7 seed uh, matchup. I think so, flipped. yeah. Uh, so, I yeah. mean, it's, it's interesting to see how this thing goes. Um, oh, man. I This one I, can't, I kind of go back and forth with. But I honestly, I think that Brooklyn is going to take this one. I think they're going to win the series. I think wow. that, you know, Boston right now, that they, they, they're going to – Robert Williams might actually be back by game one yeah. or at least, you know, he's practicing like he's going to be back for game one. So, uh, I mean, uh, your defensive player of the year, Al Horford, maybe uh, you, won't have, <laughs> you won't have to play too, too much. Uh, oh, God, I slept, on, I slept on that one and it's getting weirder and weirder. I don't know what I was thinking. I think I was drunk, hey, but I wrote it down. A couple of Bev Lights. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that Brooklyn, uh, at the end of the day, I think that they, they, their, their role players are starting to come alive at the right time. And you know, yeah. everybody, if you've been listening for, uh, you know, the, at least the you know, second half of the season, you know, I'm a big Bruce Brown guy. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, a guy like him, if he can step up, Patty Mills can kind of get back into the shooting stroke that he had, uh, you know, earlier on in the season. And we've seen him, you know, go off in the playoffs before. Um, so that, yeah. that's definitely not out of the question. And then it's Kyrie and Kevin Durant in the playoffs. I just, I don't think Jalen yeah. Brown is going to be able to neutralize Kevin Durant. Uh, and I no, don't, no. And, and Marcus Smart, as great of a defender as he is, a, a possibly the defensive player of the year, we'll see. Um, yeah. I don't see him really shutting down Kyrie either. Like I could see him give Kyrie, Kyrie a cooks bad game. Marcus Smart. Yeah, Ky- Kyrie usually cooks him. Like, well, and it's the, he knows the the personnel in Boston. Yeah. He knows yeah. the what they're running. He kind of knows the system. Like this is not the matchup that you want if you're Boston. Like this, and I mean this isn't a matchup you want to play if you're anybody. I mean it's the fucking yeah. it's the Brooklyn Nets. I mean this was the the t- odds on title favorites uh, coming into the year. Um, and obviously yep. some things have shaken out and been weird. And, uh, you know, the Ben Simmons drama, which apparently he's aiming for games four, five, uh, four, four, five, six, seven or something weird. Four, five. I, I saw something yeah, weird like a, today. That, I feel yeah. like it'll. Yeah, I heard that, too. I feel like it'll be, uh, you know, if they're if they're down fucking three, oh, then they're going to throw him back in game four, you know, depending on how yeah. the series is going. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. We'll see if that's true at all. Yeah. The Ben Simmons intel has been crap. Yeah, well, all year, yeah, and I, and I think at the end of the day that that the, I said this before, like, well, well, I I think that the Nets are kind of in a shitty spot now because it's like we're really gonna throw the guy who hasn't played basketball in pretty well a year. Uh, we're gonna throw him right into the fire against the top teams of the East. Uh, I I just think it's a recipe for disaster. But who knows? We'll we'll see. Uh, hopefully, you know, if Ben Simmons does come back, we'll uh, we'll be able to see him step up. But Jordan, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm th- it's gonna be a, a tight like absolutely you know uh, uh, uh close as uh, cl- close as it could possibly be uh matchup yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be uh any lack of drama or excitement throughout the whole series and you know you know about that boston crowd is going to be absolutely going yeah. crazy they're going to be letting Kyrie know it he's probably going to be spit- oh. he's going to spit on lucky the leprechaun right yeah, before he's gonna, every game he's going to take a shit on lucky <laughs> he's going to yeah man it's uh it's going to be great like I- i'm really excited for this one and i think like everyone, I I feel like people have like short term memory loss, or people are sort of in denial or something. One hundred percent. I don't even know what you're gonna I, say, but one hundred percent people have short term uh, memories. <laughs> a, a lot of people are like, "Oh, the Nets have no chance. The Nets have no chance. Uh, you know, the def- the Celtics defense is too good." Like any fucking postseason series, I can even remember like ever thinking of, unless it's a one eight or like a a, a very very different. You know, in the, in the top sort of talent on a team, if that's very imbalanced. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some blowouts. Postseason games are close. They're close. Yeah. I don't care how good 
a uh, team's regular season defense is and how bad another team's is and how, you know, they've struggled all year to get their role players going. In the case of Brooklyn, they don't have the depth. You know, that's always the thing. Like, where's their depth? Like, all of that shit goes out the window in the playoffs. Yeah. And it really just does matter who your, you know, top two, three players are and what they can do at the end of a close game. Yeah. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are two of the best players at the end of a close game. And Boston has probably just won. And I'm not even, like, fully convinced that Tatum can take the full load against, like, another another team with two really, really amazing offensive players sure. and completely match them. Like, you know, if... if, if uh, Tatum's taken a huge step. Obviously, you know, first-team NBA, all, all NBA this yeah, year. Yeah. He's incredible. He can kind of match Kevin Durant sometimes, but he's still not quite on that level. And especially not when you put, you know, the production of Irving and Durant together. Like people are saying, oh, you know, Tatum can go toe to toe with those guys. Not really. Like he can sort of, but like it's not the same. It's different levels. Like the, the way a, that Kevin it's Durant. A, it's an A versus an A plus. Exactly. Yeah. And the way that Kevin Durant can effortlessly score is not the same way that uh, Jason Tatum can effortlessly, effortlessly, effortlessly score. Jason sure, yeah. Tatum can. You know, he can, he can get pretty much any shot he wants as well, but he, he's not the seven-foot guy who shoots, uh, you know, two feet above his head with his arms. Like, he doesn't have the same completely unstoppable shot. Um, and, like, like everyone else on Boston, like, Jalen Brown's, uh, he, he's great. Uh, one of my, you know, favorite players, favorite young players in the league, a guy who I kind of liked more than Tatum uh, right up until this year, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and, you know, but, you know, he, he, he's great, but he's just not shown yet that he can be that really reliable second shot maker at the end of a game um you know and and he's the only other guy that they can go to though because we've seen what happens when marcus smart takes too many shots in the fourth quarters mm-hmm. Derek white's not going to do that for you you're not going to dump it to al horford uh you know he's not going to make some sort of post move and score like it's going to be a lot a lot of pressure on jason tatum and um i i just i just think that you know the people who are picking boston these games, believe me, trust me, I'll bet my money on it. They're going to be close. Oh, yeah. And if no. you were in a close game, I would pick the Nets to win a close game uh, in a series like this, like 70%, 5% of the games. Yeah. Like, I, I I do think it'll be a long series or a relatively long series because of the home court advantage that Boston will have and because of their defense. Like, it's not worth nothing. Their, their amazing defense isn't going to, you know, I'm not saying it's, uh, you know, irrelevant now, but like... I think it's just going to be a closer series than people think, and I don't know. I'm I I'm kind of I would not put I would not bet against Kyrie, um, you know, and and KD in this one. I'm not convinced though that the Nets can win it, but I think we're looking at a six or seven game series, and yeah, I, I don't think it'll be any shorter. I don't think there's any no. way it could be less than six games. And if it's six games, it'll be like a. Uh, again, it'll be a pretty crazy game six because uh, it's yeah both these teams. They, they either of these teams could win the NBA championship. I mean, like I don't oh, think that's 100%. like a, a, an overstatement to make. Um, no. So this is like there, there's no, there's not gonna be a single like. The, I mean, it's stupid to say, but I mean sometimes teams do. You know, they don't take the, the one playoff game super seriously because you know they they feel pretty good, they're confident, uh, they want to take a, you know maybe a day to uh, rest the guys. If they don't win this one, they win the next one and close the series out. Yeah. There's not gonna be any of that in this one. It's gonna no, be no. a hard fucking play, intense playoff basketball from the opening tip to you know the last buzzer of uh, probably a game seven. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's a it, I, and for Brooklyn again, I just want to point out like they've got multiple NBA champions on their team. Uh, oh yeah. And, and and you said you know Kyrie and Kevin Durant are probably some of the best uh, you know uh, late game uh, shooters uh, that's that's around right now. I mean, yep. they're some of the best late game shooters of all time. 
Like oh, we're not yeah, talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not talking yeah. just like, you know, the, the, the current day NBA. I mean, if you look yeah. and you go down the list right now, these guys have hit some of the biggest shots in NBA history, for God's sake. So, yeah. I mean, to, to yeah. have two of those guys on the same team, I mean, you always are going to have a chance. And, uh, I, I, and to be fair, you know, I, I'm really pumping up my pick in, in the Nets right now. But the Boston Celtics, again, like their their defense is for real. And the defense will, I think, carry over. It's great, yeah. And, uh, you know, again, as I said, you know, we'll see if Time Lord can get back uh, in time because, you know, he, he really was a, a big help there. Uh, not so much on the offensive end. Um, but, uh, I mean, Jalen Brown was hot to end off the, the – the, uh, on offense at least. Uh, you know, he was hot to end off the season. So if he, yep. can, if he can keep playing at that kind of really – like kind of a little bit That's above his head. That's the X factor. That's yeah. the X factor for, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if he can, you know, chip in like 24, 25 points uh, a night, which is kind of what he was doing the, then the last little bit of the stretch of the season. I mean, there's this will be a – like I – it could be a coin toss. Like I've gone back and forth yeah. on this matchup multiple times. Yeah, I, um, yeah. But I, I, I think it's it's just going to come down to the experience, uh, as it uh, you know often does. And uh, I think that this is kind of one of those years where it's like you can really see the all time greats be like, it doesn't matter where you put me in. Uh, you know, I'm going to yeah. make some noise, and we're ready to go for a deep playoff run. Because when, when the you know the, when the lights are on, you got to be on. I think that you know KD and Kyrie. That's yeah. That's the, that's their ammo. Matt, I just coined a phrase. Uh, tell me if you like it. Mm. Uh, defense wins championships, but offense gets you to the finals. What do you think <laughs> yeah. of that? Yeah, it's like, a good I one. Don't That's think, a good one. I think Boston, like, again, it's going to be all about if their uh, late-game offense can be something other than just Tatum being the hero. Yeah. Uh, and, like, all their, you know, they're pretty, you know, we. I remember one of our last pods uh, towards the end of the regular season when Boston went into Denver, like they did to a bunch of teams, completely picked them apart with... This beautiful team ball movement, passing, you know, uh, passing up uh, good shots for great shots. So, you know, all, all the stuff you love to see that you can't do that in the playoffs as often. You can do that a little bit, you know, in the middle of the middle of a game when, yeah. you know, people are kind of relaxed and there's kind of you're going towards the the, the bottom end of your your rotation. Um, but like it, it, th- that type of stuff, it, it really just, you know, as, as much as it's, uh, you know, you're kind of at the mercy of the, you know, the stars of this league. Like that's just really what gets it done in the playoffs. Like there's no, there's no way to out team, um, or it's very difficult to out team like flat out all time superstars when they're locked in and motivated. Yeah. Uh, like they're, they, they usually get it done. Like if you look back at the history of the league. So, uh, but again, like the, the nets don't have, uh, you know, the, the, they have their own issues, uh, that they're going to sure. have to deal oh, with. Yeah. If, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant comes down, twists an ankle, they're done. Oh, like yeah, they have yeah. no, they have no margin for error. Yeah. They need those two guys to basically, to basically play full games for them. Like 38 um, to give minutes them a we're talking to like 38, to 40 yes. minutes. Exactly. Like, and you know, that, that will take a toll for sure. So we'll see if, you know, other guys can step up and some of these games, maybe they can put away sort of early, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how realistic that is, but like so, Steve Nash has got to find some way to give these guys some rest here and, you know, still obviously win the series. We'll, we'll see what they, what they can do. And like, if Patty Mills can step up, if, you know, their, their guys off, off the bench can, can, you know, do anything. So I'm looking at the roster right now and it is pretty thin, you yeah. know, when yeah. you start, especially with Seth Curry still dealing with an injury, yeah. Drogic not playing that well. And so, yeah, like I've said, Tough they Drogic. need fucking Ben... They need Ben Simmons, so you know if, if he can come back and give them even ten minutes of some solid fucking defense, and yeah. don't even every time he catches the ball, just tell him just fucking pass it right away. Like you don't even have to think about shooting it. Um, you know that player alone will help them. Um, but 
Yeah, it, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a toss up. These are two very very different teams, like with very different mo's, uh, almost uh, you know opposite. Um, like the Celtics being a very deep uh, defensive minded team, um, and you know obviously uh, the Nets having this all time uh, offensive duo. And though I don't know how long ago I'm kind of hesitant to give a prediction, but my most fun prediction is that uh, it goes to a game seven. And the Nets go into Boston Garden, uh, or I, I, I always want to say, sorry, TD, uh, that's Toronto Dominion uh, Garden, just so every every Boston fan knows what their, their the name of their arena stands for. Um, I think Brooklyn goes in and breaks the hearts of all those fucking Cel- annoying-ass Celtics fans. Yeah. Um, and it's close, and we've seen that in Game 7s before. You know, there's going to be so much fucking pressure on Boston. That arena oh, is going to be, is gonna be fired up. It's going to be crazy. And then, you know, the Celtics start missing shots. Kevin Durant comes down and, you know, goes on a little one of his, you know, 8-0 runs in the third quarter or something. The Nets are up by eight. Kyrie's talking his shit. The, you know, the crowd kind of gets a little silent and worried. I I give the Nets a good chance, if it does go to game seven, to, to go in mm-hmm. there and win. Just because those two guys are fucking killers. And I think, honestly... The Celtics, you know, they're they're going to be a little uh, nervous, a little scared, yeah. a little tight uh, to to ultimately lose that game. So that's that's what I'm going with. I'm not super confident about it, but Nets and seven. Yeah, that's that's what I got as well. Uh, I, I think that's uh that that's the right way to go. But again, I could see it's uh, you know Celtics and six, Celtics and seven. It's, yeah, it's gonna be I, it, yeah. it's gonna be like the razor thin, razor thin. I think up. the the likelihood that the Celtics win in six is higher than if they won in seven. Like I, yeah, I just think I if think it goes fair, to yeah. seven, yeah, if it goes to seven, I think I'd give it to the Nets. Yeah. So one of those, either Celtics and six, I'll, I'll hedge a little bit. Yeah, one of those two outcomes. Gotcha. So we'll, we'll we'll see. It's exciting. Well, the next matchup that we're going to be talking about, uh, a matchup that actually in a podcast, I think we had a whole segment just to talk about how amazing of a playoff series this would be. Um, now, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's still an exciting matchup, and I'm hoping for the best, and I'm hoping that you know, we're going to get a, a, an insane, incredible, uh, you know, action-packed series. Um, yep. But the Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Bulls, uh, I don't know if you've looked at the betting lines on this one, Jordan. The <laughs> no, Milwaukee Bucks are insane favorites. Insane <laughs> Uh, like they're all, they're, they're, they're barely, uh, like, I think they're like, uh, almost like, uh, uh, I couldn't even tell you the, the exact odds off the top of my head, actually. Oh, minus 10 for game one. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's, I, I, I wish the Chicago Bulls had a better chance. I really do. I really wish the Chicago Bulls had a better chance. Um, but I think this is a nightmare matchup for them. Uh, it's like. DeRozan and Levine, if they want to have a chance in this one, are going to have to score like 30 a game. Um, yes. And that's pretty much the only way for them to even make this a series. I'm not just talking about win. I'm not saying win this year. I'm just saying to make it yeah. a close, like a respectable series. Or because yeah. otherwise, like Giannis is just going to bully everybody on that team. Um, I mean, like Vucevic could be the X factor, but like he doesn't do much. Like yeah, he's been, he's not gonna like yeah. Brook Lopez is a good post defender. Like and that's he, the thing. He's I not, just I don't. He's think not gonna, he's gonna do anything. Good. Yeah, and, and he hasn't shown that in the regular season. Like uh, no. once he left Orlando, he's been very, very happy to take that back seat role. Um, yes. Which I, I think you know, if you're a Bulls fan, you're paying that guy a pretty good chunk of money. Um, yeah, you traded quite a bit for him. Yeah, I think that you uh, you should be a little bit more uh, concerned about his output, uh, especially right now, because this is uh, this is again it's the playoffs, baby. Uh, you gotta love it. You gotta love that intensity, and I'm sure Chicago's happy to to finally be back. Um, but this yeah. was a uh, you know a tough finish to the season after you know they had such a hot start like top three in the league DeRozan looked like he could possibly steal an MVP this year um yep. and you know then it all just kind of they they kind of hit reality 
Um, yeah. and, and I think going into the season, I had them around six or seven. Uh, so, you know, that, that, yeah. that, that in the end, it kind of made sense. Um, and, and, but again, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of like in the case of uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, I, I like the Bulls. I, I like rooting for these guys. They're a likable team. Uh, they're an exciting yeah. team when they're, they're, they're clicking. But uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they're the defending world champions for a reason. Um, yeah. I, I, their defensive uh, unit and prowess, uh, as we've seen in the playoffs, is, uh, you know, some of the best that we've seen. Giannis yeah. is looking like, again, like one of the next, uh, you know, generational talents uh, that the league's ever seen. Um, and I just don't see anybody stopping him. I see him, you know, going off for 30 and 12 pretty much every game. Chris Middleton's going to turn it on. He's going to be the Batman to, to Giannis's Robin, as, uh, as, yeah. as Big Perk likes to say. Uh, yeah. he'll, he'll probably have some crazy 25, 28-point game. Um, yeah, I, I just think this is a, a nightmare matchup for the Bulls. I think this is a, a really bad situation, and and the Bucks are deep. Maybe not in like big names, yeah. but all those guys that they can plug in to come in and play those bench minutes, uh, and it's been this way all year, are just like perfect, like kind of lesser poor man's versions of their starting lineup. Uh, yeah, and it's so I, I'm I'm going. You know, I I think the bull the the Bulls. I think the Bucks are easily going to take this one, uh, which which breaks my heart to say. Um, yeah. you know, I was hoping DeRozan maybe gets a chance to try and go for for his for his ring, but uh, yeah. I I don't think this is going to be the year. I think this was a a very tough draw for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Bobby Portis uh, revenge series. He's gonna go punch people in the face. Hey. Uh, he's gonna fucking yell at that crowd. It's, it's a good be, thing. Uh, uh, it's a good thing Miritich is back in uh, in Russia, <laughs> I know, man. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I mean, he, he probably, his face still fucking hurts, man. He's got. They're still yeah. they're still looking for the extra piece that uh, came off his cheek. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I, he's gonna be fired up for this one. We can't wait for you know playoff Bobby. He's gonna be back at it, strutting down the court. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think if the Bucks wanted to, they could sweep this series. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Like if they were really motivated. It could, if it, I just if it got don't that know. ugly. Yeah, I, I just don't know if they're gonna like. You know, I don't know if they need to like like back. Uh, I, I forget which year it was. Whatever year they played the Pistons when Blake was still there and was but was injured. Um, and they like really wanted to send a message, mm-hmm. and they fucking the Bucks fucking destroyed them in that first round. Yeah. Like not a single game was even remotely close. Like. Uh, if they were motivated to do that, I just don't think that they are. I think the Bucks are kind of in that mode where they're prepared to sort of feel things out and kind of ramp up as they go. And I think because of that, I can see the Bulls getting a game again, maybe two, but probably not, honestly. Yeah. Um. And like, I, I just think the Bucks probably take the first two at home. Yeah. They've got a really good crowd. I just, I, I can't see the Bulls, you know, jumping on either of those games. Um. And then that game the Bulls threes, probably everything. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think I think the Bulls can probably pull out a game three, and if not a game three, like a sort of last ditch effort game four, if they go down three. But I think when the series shifts back, it'll be over in the in the fifth game. I, I'd be shocked if they can if if the Bulls can you know find a way to win two games and and send it back to to Chicago because yeah. like they they don't have any. They, so like they they lo- they they don't have Lonzo so they don't have anyone to defend uh, point guards uh, or or guards in general other than uh, freaking Caruso, and like those guys are gonna like Drew Holiday is gonna have an easy series like yeah. to, to he's not gonna have to go against he'll probably take uh, some shots know, yeah he, <laughs> I, I can see him having a good offensive uh, you know output throughout the series same with Middleton like um they're not gonna you know in a series like. 
no matter who you are almost, you're going to have to just let Giannis do his thing. No one can really actually stop Giannis. It's about, you know, if, if you're a defense, trying to stop those other guys. Um, and I just don't think Chicago can stop uh, anyone. Like, they have no rim protection. Uh, Vucevic does not protect the rim at all. Um, and then offensively, like, that Zach, Zach Levine, we'll, we'll see if he can, you know, go ballistic. Uh, I, I can see a scenario where he does, but he hasn't looked the same as he did earlier no. on in the season. He's been yeah. dealing with a lot of different, you know, sort of nagging injuries and, and things like that. And DeRozan, again, well, I, I really I really want him to sort of flip the narrative and be that sort of killer in a playoffs where he gets either stays at his same level or gets better. But, man, I've, I've seen it before. Yeah. We've yeah. seen it before. Yeah. It's just he just struck. It, it, it's kind of like a. It's a, a much different, uh, you know, DeMar's a much better player than this, but it's kind of like Julius randle how much easier it is for you to game plan there against were, a guy like that in the playoffs. There were some of those days in, the, in Toronto that it felt like it's that. It's just, yeah, it's it's just, and DeMar's gotten better with his playmaking and he's, he's going to know when to give up the ball. He's going to, but like, even then, I, I just don't, the, 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 the Bulls aren't deep enough that one of those, you know, whether when DeRozan and Levine gives up the ball to someone, I don't trust really anyone else to hit big shots. Like, mm-hmm. moon has been great for them, but... He's still very inexperienced. Uh, you know, you've got freaking Kobe White and, you know, we, and like a, a, a few other guys who have, who have been good, uh, you know, contributors for them this season, but just no other sort of proven playoff performers, not really any veterans that you can uh, really count on, especially like, yeah, when we're talking about Vooch, like, I don't know what the fuck he's going to do offensively. Like the, yeah. the, the Bucks defense is really going to, you know, shut that down. Like any sort of, you know, I think Brooke Lopez is, is a little bit taller than him. Um, and, you know, he's a, a pretty good post defender. Like I, I just don't see uh, how he's going to take advantage of that matchup. Um, you know, maybe, maybe Vooch, you know, if he has a good series shooting the ball from three will really help those guys out. Yeah. You know, uh, DeRozan and Levine getting to the ball, you know, by spacing out the floor. I think that's probably the the best game plan for them, but it's, it's just like you said, a really really bad matchup, and I just don't think the Bulls have enough uh, good players, good two way players beyond uh, you know Demar De- and Levine um, to to make this one that competitive. Yeah. So I I'll give the Bulls credit that they can win one, and I think maybe a few of these games will be close, but I think uh, the Bucks in five is probably the most likely thing yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's what i'll go with yep i'm uh, i'm gonna double down on that bucks and five i did have bucks and six but i think that was a lot Come of on, i think that was a that was some personal uh you know i, I think it was hoping, i mean i hope it's bucks and six yeah i would uh, just to make it respectable because i mean this chicago season was so so exciting and so fun i i, I would again yeah. same with the Cavs. i don't want to see them go out yeah i don't want to see them go out bad uh go out yeah. ugly but uh you know that's not sometimes it's Sometimes life is sometimes life is ugly. Sometimes life is shit. Yeah. Um, so I mean, sorry, uh, sorry to the Bulls fans out there, but uh, I think that yeah, you kind of got your your nightmare matchup in this one. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I I think even like Bulls fans would probably rather have a team like Boston or uh, any uh, other or, team. Or pretty much, yeah, pretty well, almost any other team. Like I, I think that this is just the the one team that could really pick apart the weaknesses that they have. So yeah, uh, tough, tough bounce for them, but we'll, we'll see how the bulls, uh, you know, they, 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 they end up playing against this, uh, this adversity. Um, and the last matchup for, uh, the Eastern conference, we're saving the best for last (laughs) Toronto (laughs) Raptors taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. This one is, uh, it's got some divide Jordan and, uh, this Toronto support is kind of picked up. It's kind of like, it's cool in the States to, to like the, uh, 
like yeah, the Raptors it's a sexy right now, one. Yeah. Which we don't. That's not cool. No, I, I like no. it better when we were in the conference finals and uh, they were putting out polls saying who's going to win the uh, NBA championship: the Cavs, the yeah. Warriors, uh, the Rockets, and other. Right. I prefer other. being other. I don't want. I don't want the hype. I don't want any uh, of that. I want to be the underdogs through and through. Don't yeah. start saying we're the yeah we're the we're the attractive betting pick. Don't do it, please. Just don't do it. We want the yeah. hate. That's what we, we, I know. we thrive on. We want the smoke. Um, but yeah. that being said, I think the Raptors have a great chance in this series. Um, yeah. it's, it's going to be close. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a, I think at times it's going to be hard to watch series. Yeah. Um, I could see there being blowouts, uh, in, the you know, one or two on each side almost. Uh, yeah. and, and we've seen that with Philly and Toronto before. And then again, these teams do have some history. Um, yeah. only a couple guys on each team still from that, uh, that intense, uh, playoff series where, you know, Kawhi hit, uh, I think, uh, I think he hit a buzzer beater uh, to win the series, something like that. I thought so, yeah. Something like that. Was it Kawhi? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I remember. I have. I have. I have an image uh, in my head of a family of. I think this might have been a dream. A family of Philadelphia basketball fans, (laughs) and then two of the kids just start crying. One of them can't even speak. He's angry. The uncle in the back. Uh, fixing himself a drink for OT is just kind of like uh, you know frozen in time. I, I I don't know if that actually happened, but uh, yeah, so, sounds yeah, like something it's that would, something would something like that. You know, I'm I'm getting that sort of vision for sure. But uh, yeah, when I when I look at this matchup, the way I see it kind of playing out, uh, and uh, you know, check out uh, the Raptors Rapture Roundtable uh, I was a part of uh, to break oh, down. Oh, uh, yeah, quick quick plug. Um, but uh, regardless, um, I think that the way that the Raptors are built. There, there's two factors that are going to decide this matchup. Uh, that's the Raptors' interior defense, which is yes. pretty much non-existent. Um, like, I mean, hey, it's precious. there. It's there. Okay, hey, it's there in the sense that they can they play good team basketball on defense, and they can find the matchups, they can hit the help, they can get everything situated where they should be. The guys have great defensive positioning, but yeah, you can have all the best positioning in the world. Joel Embiid is going to fucking kill you down low yeah. if you don't have a guy who can match his size his strength and most yeah. of all his skill and quite frankly there's not a single center in the league that could do that um no. i don't really know if there's anybody in the nba that can do that uh no. that can really neutralize them so uh a team that doesn't have a real true defensive center um i joel Embiid's gonna eat but here's yeah. kind of the, the catch 22 on this in my mind that the raptors are such a good perimeter defense team though like they are, are are phenomenal at you know Nick Nick Nurse gets these guys up and going. They're going to be rolling. Nicky Nurse. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to be rolling a uh, you know a full court trap uh, probably yeah. Yeah, throughout the whole series. And I think that what they're going to be doing is one obviously picking apart Tyrese Maxey. I mean it's his first. Uh, he he's still you know pretty well at a rookie. His second NBA season, uh, first yeah. playoff series, and he's going to be playing in Philly. Who if they're down, he's going to have to listen to Philly fans boo him and shoot and yeah. chew him out. Uh, and then when he's in Toronto. He's not going to know a hit him when the crowd's going buck wild, uh, you know, in Scotiabank. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's bound for uh, a bad series. Uh, and yeah. James Harden, I think he's going to get clamped up. I like, I, yeah. and, and to be fair, maybe I'm speaking this into existence and I'm going to fuck us all over and I will take all the heat. I'm putting my, my life on the line for the Raptors fandom right here, right now. I mean, there's tons of yeah. homerism in this episode. I don't care. Yes. Uh, it's the playoffs. Like it's where we got to, we got, we are putting their journalistic integrity a little bit uh yeah. at risk here um that being said i'm still giving you my my raw opinions here i just think that the raptors are going to be as long able to, as you disclose it yes, as long as you disclose true. it we're good matt we're they're, they're going to be able to terrorize uh the philadelphia on the perimeter and then we've seen james harden in the playoffs we've seen him have some good games but we've also seen him choke a lot 
Uh, and I just yeah. think that the way the Raptors are built, they can terrorize him. They can limit him. And if they can limit the, the ball carriers for, uh, the, uh, for, the, for the 76ers, they can really yeah. you know, diminish the returns. And they're going to have a hard time getting the rock just down low to Joel. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if they can you know, kind of take away a lot of that aspect, you can let Joel Embiid get 30 a game. Who cares? Let him get yeah. his points. Let him get his stats. Yep. Make him look like a beast. You just go get the win. Uh, yep. and, and it's it's going to be hard to watch at times, but I do think the 76ers, if the Raptors can get a lead, go on like a quick run, it's going to be hard for them to come back. I don't think that they're going to, I think they're going to struggle to go on a run uh, far more than the, the Raptors will. Well, yeah, and, and the, the 100%. And the, the flip side to that even too is that all those guys who are going to be uh, terrorized, uh, you know, by the Raptors uh, defense, like on the perimeter, are not guys that are going to lock down anyone on the Raptors. No. Like uh, Tyrese Maxey can't really defend that well. Uh, Freaking James Harden, we don't even have to get into his uh, ability to defend on the perimeter. Um, you know, who, who the hell else? Like uh, Tobias Harris can't defend a soul. Like Thibel other than be, Matisse uh, Thibel, yeah. who's not going to be playing in Toronto uh, when the series shifts up there because uh, of a personal choice that he's made. Um, like, and, and like... That's all true, like you know, and, and and any team could take advantage of it. But particularly the particularly the Raptors, who they're not like a heliocentric team who have a Luca that you can kind of yep. all throw all your sort of attention towards as a team. You don't know where the fuck the ball is going to be coming <laughs> yeah. from. You know, attacking uh, whether Gary Trent's going to be you know the one uh, the plays drawn up for coming off like a pin down for a shot. If Pascal is going to drive it, if Fred is going to drive it, um, you know, if it's going to be Scotty like. The, the way that the Raptors can put five, like, good ball handling attackers, especially if you put, you know, Siakam at center, uh, which they've done a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the matchup against uh, the 76ers. Uh, you can't do it too much, obviously. You know, you're giving up a lot of size with Embiid. But, you know, s- sometimes you can throw that out there. And just the the different sort of guys who can attack and and shoot uh, and do a little bit of everything like the Sixers are going to be, you know, they're they're going to be put in put in the torture chamber on offense, but on defense too. Like, and then you know that that just puts so much more pressure on Joel Embiid, yep. who's going to have to do a lot on offense, and then pretty much as the only good competent defender, unless Danny Green can step his ass up, and obviously when Thibault's on the floor in Philly, um, like he's going to have to be doing everything. Like in their in their last matchup, uh, the, the Raptors and the Sixers, it was towards the end of that game. Siakam uh, getting Joel Embiid on a switch and just, you know, taking him out on the perimeter uh, and doing, you know, his, his series of dribble moves, yeah. like little spins and stuff. And whether or not he's always successful at that, um, you know, that that's to be seen. Joel Embiid is a really good defender even when he gets, you know, uh, out on the perimeter. He can move his feet like like crazy for someone his size. Yeah. But that's going to tire the fuck out of him. Like yeah. He's going to be so exhausted. He's another guy like... What the hell are the Sixers going to do when Joel Embiid sits? Yeah. Like the Raptors should win every single minute uh, that he's on the on the bench because um, you know if it, it, in, unless somehow James Harden gets back to his you know MVP that, yeah, ways yeah. somehow and snaps back into it, then you know the the, the Sixers look a, a lot scarier. But honestly, like I don't I don't see how. <laughs> The, see, this is gonna this is gonna jinx. Uh, That's what uh, I'm saying, man. I feel too uh, confident. I feel way too confident. I know. I, I don't, yeah, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it, Raptors fans. I'm not gonna say it. We're just gonna you know move on, pretend I said it, I guess, or, <laughs> or sort of. But it's gonna be a good series. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Uh, should we even give predictions, or is that is that too much? No, I think that's fair. I think we can. We, we again, we got we got at least have some kind of journalistic uh, integrity, as I said, man. We got we got to be able to do that. I I and, and I think. 
again, I'm I'm not saying that the Raptors are 100% locked. They're definitely not. Like, I mean, if they, things don't go well, like no. the, the Sixers could, you know, again, beat them up down low and just abuse yeah, that it, size mismatch. Like, I mean, they have, uh, you know, possibly, you know, depending on how well James Harden plays, two of the top 10, top 15 players in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't think that, you know, it's a stretch to say that, you know, that they could dominate in the playoffs regardless who their matchup is uh but I, I i do stand by i think that the raptors are just a, a tough matchup for them and it showed in the regular season three to one yeah, uh, in favor yeah. of the raptors but that's the regular season it's and not the playoffs and for for raptors i i just want for all my raptors fans i want uh a a sort of a different outcome to the four five matchup when we were swept even though we had home court advantage that's what I want. I want. I want a sweep. I want a sweep. I want the Philadelphia 70s. I want that family to cry again at, at the end of Game Four when uh, when we're back home in Toronto and we've won every single game. That's that. That's what I want. I want to exercise our demons and uh, t- take the improbable sweep, uh, even though we, we're on the road. I, I know that's unlikely, but that's what I want. That's what I want. What's your prediction, though? Raps in six for the yeah. poetry of it. Yeah, for the poetry of it. <laughs> yeah, I've I've also got the Raptors in six. Uh, I, as I, I think that just the way that the the series is going to shake up, uh, I think the Raptors are going to be able to to take this one uh, using team ball, baby. Um, yeah. And uh, you know we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, again, scratch uh, that. Raps in four. Raps in four. <laughs> four yeah, but, yeah. Stand but stand, stick to your guns, man. Um, yeah. uh, to to move on now to to the. Can you imagine? Holy shit! I, how, that would be insane. The world would fall. Oh, I, yeah. I would be that probably the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> All time high. Just because of that. Uh, in the Western Conference, uh, we're we're now going to start breaking things down. Same order that we just did so uh, in the East. Uh, starting with you know the Phoenix Suns, they're waiting for their date in the in the playoffs. Whether it's going to be uh, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, securing me fifty dollars or uh, the Los Angeles Clippers, Clippers. securing uh, Jordan Flegel. Fifty dollars uh, yeah. as our our longstanding uh, bet from before the season that uh, started. That uh, I wagered fifty dollars that the New Orleans Pelicans would make the playoffs. Shout out to Zion, uh, or else they'd already be <laughs> if uh, he just he, if he was you. healthy he or you cash. whatever the hell is going on there. They'd already be I in mean, the playoffs. Um, yeah, but whatever. That's 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 not here or there. We don't have to get into that right now. Um, but <laughs> when we look at this series, I mean, again, it kind of same with the Miami Heat. You know. It doesn't really matter who they play. I think the Suns probably win. I think they sweep the Pelicans for sure, or yeah. probably five games, honestly, against the Clippers. I think that, you know, they're, they're a veteran crew. They're going to be able to, you know, uh, they, they know how to play in the playoffs. Paul George will have a good performance. I think they could beat the Suns at least one. Um, but I remember watching, you know, the, the Suns playing the Pelicans uh, this year, and the Suns yeah. absolutely crunch them just killed them <laughs> abuse them it was horrible like it wasn't even close they beat the absolute piss out of them um yeah. and, and, and that's kind of what the suns did to a lot of teams this year um yep. and i think that this is gonna this is gonna be that playoff run i think that there there's gonna be a lot of that and i think this is just gonna be a tune-up matchup for them essentially i don't yeah i don't think that either of these teams match up well personnel wise i don't think that they match no. up well coaching wise uh i i the the Suns are just so hot. I don't see them even breaking a sweat really in this one. I think it's uh it's going to be a pretty easy victory for them uh over, over either the Pelicans or the uh, the Clippers. Yeah, I I think the Suns are going to want to get through this this postseason as quickly as possible. I think they're going to be motivated, kind of like the opposite of what I was talking about with the Bucks. Uh, I think they just you know they they, they won it last year. They they've got that kind of attitude about them that they can. 
sort of win and get out of any situation. I don't think they're going to be like, we need to sweep the Bulls. But I think yeah, the, yeah. The, the the Phoenix, you know, in will have slightly different energy. I think they're going to really value for how they're, they're going to really value the sort of um, uh, the, the way in which if you wrap up a series quickly, how much more rest uh, someone like Chris Paul can get uh, before yeah. the next series. And, you know, all their guys, you know, time to prepare, you know, to make sure everybody's right. You know, Cam Johnson, make sure he's not dealing with anything. So I think... I think Phoenix is going to be motivated to sweep this series, and I, I think they will yeah. against either team. I think, I think they're just going to sweep them. Um, and I give them a better chance to do that if it's the Pelicans. I'm almost like yeah. 100% certain yeah. that they'll sweep the Pelicans. The Clippers, again, you know, Paul George is that X factor. Ty Lue's a great coach. You saw them, you know, take a couple games off them last year. Um, so, you know, maybe the Clippers can win a game, but I think, uh, you know, Chris Paul is going to be... Uh, want his Clippers revenge uh, yet again. And I think, uh, it, it, I, I just think it'll be a sweep either way. That's just kind of what my what my gut's yeah. going towards. I, I think they're going to want to to wrap up this first round and, and wait for for whoever, uh, you know, comes out of uh, that slugfest. I guess that would be the, who is it? I guess that's the Mavs. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the Mavs, Jazz and Mavs the Mavs. And Jazz, yeah. Which I I guess could be a short series too, with, but with Luka missing game one, and we'll get to that uh, when we, yeah. we get to that series. But, you know, I... I can see that series going long, and yeah, I, I just think the Suns are, are going to want to wrap it up. And either of those teams, Pelicans and the Clippers, like they they just they're they're not going to present that much of an offensive challenge for Phoenix to deal with, and they're not going to be able to you know as good as the Clippers defense has been, uh, they're not going to be able to contain uh, someone like Devin Booker, yeah, uh, Chris Paul getting into his little you know short pick and rolls, his little mid range uh, from the right elbow fadeaway shots, um, and you know they're they're three point shooters like they they've just got. It, the, the the Suns just have an answer for every possible thing you can throw at them either side of the court. Yeah. They can play small, they can play big, they can you know uh, get their role players involved, they can beat you with their star power. It's uh, they, they they they've got all, all their bases covered. So Suns in four. Yeah, I, I think that's safe. Uh, I mean, as we we, we look into the play in matchup though, um, it's again as much as I want to say that the the Pelicans just to back my guys. I just feel like the Clippers are going to be able to, you know, outsmart them a little bit here. They've got the home court advantage. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be tough. Uh, you know, I, Jose Alvarado, he tried to do that move. You know, you were talking. He tried, no, he he tried, tried. it. He did try it in the play-in. But everyone knows it now. He's going to have to get more creative. I tell you, like, get in the mascot. Yep, uh, yep. Get, like, Descend roll. from the, the ceiling, like Sting, old school. Yeah, or, like, get on the floor, get everyone on the, the Pelicans bench to lift their legs up and, like, roll underneath them. <laughs> and then, you know, roll out. And, and I love how he does his little, like, hunched-over run to, to before he gets the ball. It's uh, it's it, it, it's the best show in, in the NBA right now. I hope he tries it again. I hope he tries it again in in, in Staples Center. Reggie Maybe Jackson. he gets the game-winning the game winning steal against yeah. Reggie Jackson. Like, uh, Can you imagine? 30 seconds oh, left. They only, have oh four, they only have four players on the court. What's going on? <laughs> oh, it's Alvarado. I don't know where. Like oh, the God. RKO. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I think it's the tough for the, the Pelicans to get this win. Uh, I mean, they, for God's sake, they almost let the Spurs come back on them. And that's a team that's even yeah. younger and more inexperienced than they are. Uh, so I think, you know, when, yeah. when it comes to, you know, playoff atmosphere, um, I, I think it's, it's tough to, to pick against the Clippers in this one. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm going to be rooting for the Pelicans with all I got. Uh, yeah. hoping that, uh, you know, I can, get, uh, can make some money out of this. But uh, yep. you know, if I, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, you know this is a pretty uh, pretty cut and dry game, and the the Pelicans end up uh, taking a, a bit of a hit here against the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I can see the game being close. Um, I just think if it is close, the Clippers pull it out. They 
Like as long as Paul George is hitting his shots, yeah, like yeah. like I like we talked about with you know the Pelicans um, uh, over the Spurs when when we pre- previewed that matchup, like the the Pelicans kind of had that late game shot making advantage, mm-hmm. and I think the Clippers can uh, you know w- even just Paul George himself can match McCollum and Ingram. Um, you know, in the degree of difficulty of shots he can make at the end of games and stuff like that. I will say, though, you know, the, the Clippers are going to need somebody else to step up, though, in this game. Like, because in their game against the Timberwolves, it was Paul George and everyone else was pretty meh. Like, I, I'm going to need Reggie Jackson to to show a little bit more. Um, I'm going to need, you know, the, their their role guys to... So, someone is going to have to step up and do more than just hit their open shots. Yeah. Um, and I think that that responsibility normally falls to Reggie Jackson. We saw him do it, especially in last year's playoffs. Um, a lot of times during the regular season this year. So I'm banking on him to have a good game. As long as that happens, I think the Clippers win. Um, but uh, it could be close. Yeah. Uh, I, I could see the uh, scenario where the Pelicans do win, but I think it'll be more the Clippers' the Clippers fault. Uh, I think the Clippers are going to have to fuck yeah. up for yeah. the Pelicans to win rather than the Pelicans to go in and take it. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, to move on now to the, the next series, uh, Battle of the Young Guns. Uh, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, oh, this will be fun. It'll be fun, but I don't. People are kind of hyping this one up. I mean, the only way I could see this really being an interesting series, uh, or competitive series rather, um, is you know, Cat is going off for you know some some insane some insane numbers, but you know, big against our big dog of the say, year, big dog of the year, Not a Adams, I don't think he's going to let that happen. Um, but re- regardless, I, I, I Minnesota has a lot of weapons up front in the top of the echelon, upper echelon of their team, but uh, yeah. you know. As it goes for bench depth and, you know, experience, this is not the team that's going to, you know, really going to be able no. to do much. Uh, and, I mean, not like uh, Memphis has more that much more experience. Uh, I mean, pretty much yeah. the exact same. Um, but one team's got John Morant, the other doesn't. And I, I think that, you know, the, the Grizzlies are a much more well-oiled machine. They fit the the playoffs a little bit better, that, that kind of mold. Uh, I, I kind of think it's, it, it'll be – I think there's going to be some crazy moments. I think there's going to be some ugly games. Because uh, yeah. it's two inexperienced teams, I think there's going to be some real ugly ones out there. Um, but I, I do see the Grizzlies taking this one fairly easily. But that being said, yep. I could see the Timberwolves like really. I think it's either going to be the the Grizzlies kind of steamroll them, or the Gri- yeah. uh, the Grizzlies really struggle, and the Timberwolves can like kind of push them to the limit. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of going back and forth between that now. Um, like uh, the, the, those seem like the uh, you know the the two most likely outcomes to uh, to me like i i obviously don't I, i'm not picking the timberwolves to win the series in any case but like i i just it's hard to judge the grizzlies because like you look at them on paper and you're like okay this can be a close series mm-hmm. but like if you just look at their team record like if you just close your eyes and look at how they performed this year it's like well of course they're gonna fucking steamroll uh you know the timberwolves like that they, they've been one of the best teams in the league yeah. the second best team record wise um like you know if, if they were in the east they'd be the number one seed like they they're uh they've just been so impressive, but like, I just, we're not going to know how much of their, uh, you know, team oriented basketball and, you know, the, the different guys that they can throw at you, the athletes that basically 10 deep that they can go, like how much that'll translate to success in the playoffs. Like that's the the age old question that, that we'll have to, you know, see. Um, I will say though, you know, the Timberwolves, another young team, if it's going to work against anyone, it'll be the Timberwolves. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I, you know, transitioning that sort of, you know, regular season type, uh, basketball where everyone eats and, you know, John Conchar is, you know, hitting shots at the end of close games. Like uh, if it's going to work against anyone, it'll be another inexperienced team. Yeah, so yeah. like, I, yeah, I could see the Grizzlies winning this or five in five or six, but 
like Ant-Man is is really fucking good. He really yeah. impressed me. Like he he's a guy who in the in that playing game looked like, you know, against a Clippers team with a lot of good defenders like Norman Powell, uh, you know, all their other athletes that they've got, like guys who can really defend the perimeter. He, he looked like he can blow by just about anyone in yeah. the league. Like no one can really stay in front of him. So if he goes ballistic and Cat has a good series, like you mentioned, uh, I, I I can see the Timberwolves making it a a, a longer one. But in, in any case, I'll, I'll pick the Grizzlies. So just to cover my bases either way, I'll, I'll say... Grizzlies in six. Grizzlies in six. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad call. Uh, I, I've got I've got the Grizzlies in five. I think that's uh, yeah. I, I'm and that's to see that that's happen. without you know as you said like a, you know uh, Edwards and Cat kind of going off uh, and even you know D'Lo he he had a great uh, great play in who knows maybe the ice in his veins is back maybe he'll be able to kind of help it out like yeah. I honestly I think that the Timberwolves like they have the more of the star power which is funny saying that as they're the seven seed yeah against like the yeah. again you said like the second best team in basketball this year. Um, because and we've said that before, like the teams with the the best players are going to be able to take over, and like they've got. Yeah. If you were going to put the five best players that are going to be on the court, they've got three of the five, I think. Um, yeah, so probably. it's uh, depends how you feel about you know Jaron Jackson, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, and, and so it's 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 kind of a it's 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 going to be a tough series regardless. Um, yeah. And uh, I think, but I I just don't see the Grizzlies having some kind of crazy fall from grace. That uh, you know they no, not been, against this team. No. I think it would be against a more experienced exactly. team, not against the Timberwolves. I think this is going to be you know, again. It could be exciting at times. It could be ugly at times. Like I think there's going to be some, a lot of trash talking. It's going to be fun. I think that game. I think that game one is going to be like really hard, like hard to watch. I think both teams are going to be nervous. There's going to be jitters, but yeah. there's not really yeah. going to be either teams. Not neither one of them is going to be experienced enough to really throw like a haymaker to kind of wake the other yeah. one up. I think it's just going to yeah. be, uh, you know, they're going to pace each other and just kind of throw jabs the whole time until uh, the yeah. final horn sounds and whoever's up on numbers uh, is going to get the win. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I'm but not. I just want to know, Matt, I, I want to know, Grizz, Grizzlies fans, how mad will you be if John Moran's dribbling up the ball oh. over half court, clearly going to call a timeout and Patrick Beverly dives at his legs <laughs> and injures him for the rest of the series? What will you do to Patrick Beverly? I want to know, like Chris Vernon, all the, all the uh media guys in 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 memphis what uh what's the play because uh i would uh i'd go out and find uh patrick beverly and put hands on him probably i think i think if he does something like that because now like when he did that in houston against westbrook obviously that was kind of a uh you know people weren't really sure about him yet at that point yeah um like he was kind of known as still like an irritant but like at this yeah like he's like he's next level like he's a hall of fame (laughs) school threat right now um so i'm not uh if he does anything out of line, out of pocket on the specifically court, like that, especially the specifically jaw, especially the jaw, uh, I, and, and Jaw's had like his, gonna be... he's had some injuries there already. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially this year, he's That's missed. I mean. he's yeah. missed uh, you know, he missed thirty games this year. If yeah, if he does anything, I think that the league's probably gonna crack down pretty hard on uh, yeah. on Patrick Beverly because I, I don't think you they're, think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna give him any room to fuck around. You think uh, who 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 do you think's gonna more likely to injure injure Jaw, a cameraman or Patrick Beverly? Because I Honestly, think those are yeah. the two biggest biggest threats. Yeah, uh, in this just push series. those push those guys. Hopefully back neither. Feet. Yeah, I hopefully yeah, I knock on wood that uh, you know it's yeah. neither. Um, it's a uh, you know it's a it's gonna be an exciting one. Hopefully a yeah. close one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just 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 give us some exciting games. But yeah, I, I think Memphis is the the right call, and I think they they should be able to take this one uh, pretty yeah. pretty handily. Uh, moving on to the. The second to last uh, playoff series that we're going to be previewing here, the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. 
you know, mm-hmm. possibly the MVP, Nikola Jokic, we'll see. Yep. Um, taking on the the pretty much like one of the worst teams as far as center depth goes uh, <laughs> in, uh, in in the league, uh, the Golden State Warriors. This one is kind of like, again, another one if you want to look for a sexy pick, like a nice upset watch. I think that the Nuggets yep. are an attractive pick. I don't know if yep. I, I, I wouldn't take them in this one. But I think no. that the writing is on the wall that you could kind of uh, put some put something together, formulate something where it's like the right scenario could happen that the Nuggets could win this one in even like six games. Because uh, yep. we got like Clay Thompson's kind of you know, started to finally come into his own, and he's got you know yep. obviously all the playoff experience in the world because he's gonna really be an X factor in this one. Uh, my fucking yep. boy Wiggins, I haven't even mentioned him because he's been disappointing me so much lately. Um, <laughs> like guys like that are gonna really need to step up. Draymond Green's gonna have his absolute hands full trying to cover Jokic. Um, I want to know what he looks like. I want to know what he looks like. We haven't yeah. seen him uh, in a long ass time. Yeah. Like, uh, go on, Matt. Yeah, I don't don't oh, cut no, you off. Just just about Draymond. Yeah, I, I just don't know what we're gonna get. No, and, and I I just think that you know if. Either of these perimeter guys, like with Wiggins and Thompson, kind of aren't playing 100%. Steph has like a so-so game. The Nuggets are going to kill them. Uh, I mean, yeah, even it, with, you know, pretty a pretty poor roster overall. I mean, Aaron Gordon is your second best player, uh, you know, arguably. Uh, and, and, I mean, Jokic is going to be putting up, you know, crazy 30-point triple-doubles, I'm sure. Uh, and, yeah. and just getting everything he wants. But, you know, the way that, you know, Steve Kerr can kind of orchestrate this game is kind of similar to how I was saying, you know, the the, the Raptors can beat the Sixers. You just got to yeah. focus, but it's kind of the inverse. You just kind of focus yeah. on Jokic because I don't think yeah. that they really have any perimeter threats they even need to worry about. So you can no. double team, you can triple team Jokic, just make his life living hell and uh, see how that goes. But, uh, but I, good luck with that because then, you, you know, he's going to find the open guy. He's, he's, he's going to, you know, that that's the issue with him and that makes him so dangerous too. Like, obviously, that's what you're going to, you, you got to do that. You got to But are you really afraid of him, any but... of the shooters on the on the Nuggets? Like, I'm not. No, like... not really, but I'm more afraid if they're wide open. Sure, yeah. And if, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I I don't know. It'd be It's a tough call whether you want to play Jokic straight up because it's not like, it's not like Embiid, you know, uh, necessarily Jokic as a scorer. It's not like he's going to absolutely fucking put your head yeah. in the basket and like like he's he's a good scorer but he, he's not on the Embiid level so like we'll, we'll see if steve kerr does th- you know throw extra guys and how much because when that does happen he he sees it coming and he sprays it out to you know wh- whoever is open and you know it, it, in those games if, if the denver role players are getting wide open shots and knocking them down then denver can you know beat anyone we, yeah. we saw that this year so we'll see it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough decision for for steve kerr to make you know how he plays Jokic specifically but i i'm just i'm just for me this series is all about what's going on on the warriors side and mm-hmm. what clay looks like what steph looks like and what draymond looks like like steph uh dealt with injuries draymond's been out for basically since the all-star break like there's been uh i just don't know what to expect fully healthy warriors can easily win this series against yep. the nuggets yep. they're, they're very experienced and uh you know they they've got enough uh, you know, juice offensively, obviously, and and can contain Jokic, even though they don't have that center who can really match up well against him. Uh, that you know, even if Jokic goes off, like you're saying, no one else on else on Denver's a a threat to to you know uh, beat you, especially in the playoffs. So I I think uh, you know as long as those three guys or even two of those three guys on the Warriors are right and look like themselves, they'll win it. But there's there's a chance that Steph takes some time to get his legs back under him. That Draymond still doesn't look uh, like the guy that we saw earlier in the year, um, and that Clay kind of 
still is showing his rust. Uh, and you know, the nuggets make this a series. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of flip-flopping back and forth, but it's, it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be a situation where like, I'm going to have to see game one and see yeah. how it plays out and see how those three guys play. And then I'll get a better sense of it. But, um, I don't know. It, it, it is, it is kind of an enticing pick to think the nuggets can maybe actually shock the world here. If, if Draymond, uh, you know, it struggles, uh, you know, whether that's, you know, moving his feet on, on, on defense and, you know, b- being that guy uh, that we've all seen him be before. And if, you know, Clay is missing his shots and, you know, Steph struggling to get into rhythm, I, I can see it happening. Yeah. I can see it happening. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but this is going to be an interesting series to watch. One of the most mo- more interesting ones in the first round, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, I mean, it, hey, if, if Jokic really starts going off, just get Draymond in there. He'll kick him in the balls. It's cool. It'll yeah, go down. No true. worries. Uh, and then, then then the Jokic brothers will reactivate their Twitter account, and we'll have the Draymond. Oh, they're coming. That, that, come. Now, they're, now they're, 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 there's, a, there's a triple uh, triple threat tag team match we got to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it's the Warriors series to lose at the end of the day. Uh, like, they yes. are the deeper team. They're the better team. They've got the championship pedigree. Um, yeah. uh, Steph Curry, I'm sure, is going to kind of click it a little bit into shape. Like we haven't seen Steph have a bad playoff, uh, like really playoff run no. ever. Like we've seen him be injured in the finals, um, yeah. but even then, I mean, he was still a pretty solid player. Like I'm not. Uh, yeah. uh, there, there's definitely no uh, times I think I've been like, oh wow, Steph Curry really choking tonight. Um, yeah. And you know, maybe there's a he's had a bad game or something that I'm just not thinking of off the top of my head, but uh, definitely a, a playoff performer. Clay Thompson always, yeah. like, I mean, game six, Clay. I mean, anytime that the they really need him, he's going to step up for them, especially right now. Uh, yeah. And but yeah, I, I dream on green is really going to be the X factor, as you said. I mean, we're going to have to to wait and see what he's, uh, you know, what because we've seen how bad they look without him, yeah, exactly, year, especially know? defensively. I mean, they don't have yeah. any interior presence, like that's what I, I kind of alluded to earlier. Like, Kevon Looney, yeah. like, uh, all due respect, man, like, you're yeah. you're not going to be <laughs> able to cover Jokic, it's just not going to happen. No, 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 um, so I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm pulling for my guy, we'll we'll be, I hope that uh, you know, he could get something together, but. Um, I'm not, yeah. I don't, I don't have the, the most faith in the world in, uh, you know, some, some of the warriors aspects, but in the other sense of things, I, I yeah. don't think the one man show can go on forever. Uh, yeah. and I think the warriors can kind of extinguish Jokic. I think it'll be a competitive series. It won't be like a shellacking or anything, but, uh, yeah. I, I think if I had to go one way, I'm probably going to go warriors and six. Yeah. I, I'm going to. I don't like betting against the Warriors because those guys are so fucking good. So I'm going Warriors in five. five. I, I, I'm I'm betting on their health coming through. But again, if if we watch game one and that that looks like uh, like those things are playing out, like if those guys don't look like themselves, um, I could even see it it flipping so much as to you know the the I, I can see the Nuggets winning this series. Like in in if that's what happens with the Warriors, like I, if if they've got two of those three guys who look like shit. Um, but again, I'm not going to bet against them, so I'm going to go Warriors. Well, man, what are you talking yeah. about? Uh, of course, the Warriors are going to win. Wiggins is winning Finals MVP. Oh yeah, you're right. I, forgot. I already and, predicted this. <laughs> and Drake, Drake put a 200k bet down uh, that the Warriors <laughs> would win win the the Finals. He cashes out a million dollars if that happens. What, so, what's gonna? Yeah, good luck, Drizzy. What, and now we got the Drake curse versus uh, my Wiggins love. Uh, yeah, I guess what's true. that a blessing? Uh, I mean, I spoke the All Star uh, appearance into existence in the from the you off did. season, so uh, I'm uh, I'm fully committed to this uh, this this Wiggins Finals MVP arc. Um, and, yeah. and it'll be nuts, man. People will be uh, the one. Uh, they'll be wanting a, a piece of Wiggins every, everywhere, left, right, and center. And I, I can't blame them. Yeah. I mean, the guy's the goat. Um, <laughs> uh, to move on, uh, our final playoff matchup to preview here 
the Dallas yeah. Mavericks taking on the Utah Jazz. Uh, emo Donovan Mitchell, maybe a little bit less, uh, less uh, like you know, uh, emo y today. Yeah, he's uh, getting happier. I think that you know, he's snapping out of it. We got to talk. I mean, we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast. I mean, what the hell? Like, why did they play Luca? What the hell were they thinking? Like, this is like well, I've heard that they might he might not just miss game one, he might just miss game two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And without yeah, Luca, I, mean, I don't like the Jazz should, in theory, kill. Absolutely kill. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I give, I, I think the Mavericks, especially again, you know, you have Dinwiddie now. Like, if you didn't have that, it'd be a lot harder to pick the Mavericks at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, the Mavericks will be at home. The Jazz are a team that's kind of crumbling at their, their bases, although this really helps. If anything was going to help yeah. them, uh, you know, maybe win this series in the end um you know it, it would be luca going down for for you know a, a game or two here but um i i don't know i i know you know the jazz are favored at you know minus five i think they there's a good chance that they will win this game but i wouldn't put it past the mavericks to actually win you know with the energy of that crowd with dinwiddie coming in and doing his best luca impression you know brunson doing his thing they, they they've still got they're still gonna have a pretty good defense it's not it's not like they're Awesome defense was predicated on Luca. Uh, you know he, he's not the best defender in the world. They're not really an um, interior so, uh, offensive team either. I mean, the, so Rudy yeah. Gobert is not really going to be uh, a, exactly a, that yeah. too much of a threat at least. Yeah, yeah, and you know they they, they can throw different kind of lineup combinations. We'll we'll see if your you know preseason coach of the year Jason Kidd can mm-hmm. uh, you know get creative here. Um, Sub himself I, in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh my god. But uh, I, yeah, I I think I don't know who I'd go with. Like. I, I think the Jazz probably will win this game. You know, without Luka, it's going to be very tough. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I again, I, I wouldn't sell the Mavs short on this one. Like I think, I think it might be close, and I could see them pulling it out. Um, but like even before the, you know, the the news about Luka came out, like I think this is going to be a competitive series. Like I think Donovan Mitchell, you know, as as much as the, uh, you know, the the Jazz have looked like a, a team that with a very weak foundation that might be, you know, about to fall over here, like. I think he still has some pride. Rudy Gobert is definitely a prideful guy. There's other guys on this team. Mike Conley, like he, yeah. there, there's enough guys that I think they could have made this series competitive either way. Again, man, and now the it's, best team in basketball uh, last year. Yeah, number one seed. Yeah, and you know they they they're 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 a team that can still do some things. Like they're 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 not completely. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people have written them off, including us. But like with, with this Mavericks team, like they're they're a very sort of you know especially if you don't have Luca, it's a whole other issue but even you know with Luca, like all all their other guys they don't have that that like we've kind of talked about that second guy who really strikes fear into your heart Mm -hmm. uh, who you can really count on to to be that um you know secondary threat they've got a really really good team built around Luca that works really well uh you know with him and you know can be very dangerous so they're they're like a dark horse to make the conference finals i think um when, when Luca's clicking and and their their role players are hitting shots and defending like they do, but um, you know the the Jazz like I don't know like I, I think this is going to be a long series. What, what, yeah. However many times uh, yeah. Luca plays, like I, I I and I could see it going either way. I I I'd lean towards the the Mavericks winning as long as Luca can come back come back in game two. If he misses the first two games, I I think the Jazz have a good shot to maybe close this out in six back yeah. in Utah. Yeah. Um, you know it, it's. It's going to be tough. I, I don't know. I, this, this one really stumped me. I, yeah. I think banking on, you know, Luca's uh, sort of competitiveness and the fact that he can come back and and 
it's not like he relies on his his athleticism to you know to to dominate a game. Like I think even if he's hobbled a little bit, he can still do what he does. Uh, you know, walk the ball up the fucking court uh, yeah, yeah, and still yeah. be one of the most off, uh, efficient offensive players uh, that we've seen. Um, so you know, I'm I'm counting on him coming back, and so I'm I'm gonna say Mavericks in seven, but I, I'm it. We'll say if Luca comes back game two, Mavericks in seven. If he misses the first two games. Jazz and six. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty good call. I I had uh had the the Mavericks in six before Luca uh yeah. was ruled out. So yeah, I think it's it's tough. I, yeah, I think it really is going to come down to like he can afford to miss one game, but if he misses the two, yeah. I think that they're going to be they're going to pretty much shoot themselves in the foot unless somehow, yeah. you know the 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 Jazz drop one of these, they blow it. Because uh, yeah. I mean, as you said, they're going to be on the road here. So uh, it's it's not like you know they, they, there's going to still be a crowd uh, and you know the, the fans in Dallas they they they're a good little fan base there they're they're going to be able to get the to get the boys going get the juices flowing get the playoff intensity going throughout the uh, the arena but um, yeah. I don't I don't think that uh, this is going to be a uh, a close matchup if if Luka is not on the floor for the Mavericks yeah um, I, I I think Donovan Mitchell is going to go to town if that's the case uh, I, I yeah I don't I yeah I, it. it and it would really, you know, as far as basketball fans go, I mean, this is not what you want to see. We want to see Luca in the playoffs. We want to see him go toe to toe. We want to see the best teams oh, playing yeah. each other at one hundred percent. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to watch the, the this like poverty version of the the Mavericks. To be honest, like, I have no yeah. interest in watching <laughs> that. Uh, Jalen Brunson, yeah. like, no offense, man. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, like, you guys are real nice and everything, but I'm not interested in just watching you. Get your boy Luca out there, or else you pretty much got no chance. So uh, we'll. We'll see how this yeah. all, all shifts out. But, yeah, I, I think because I'm going to go on my crystal ball. I say Luka misses game one, comes back game two. And, uh, ooh, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to go Mavs and six. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with Mavs and yeah. six as long as Luka like comes it. back. Uh, but that, yeah. that's what I'm going to roll with. But, yeah, I, I could easily, you know, if he, if he misses both those first uh, two games, then, yeah, I could easily see the, uh, the Jazz take this one in six as well. Yeah, I really, I really hope he comes back and plays. I'm, I'm sick of the Jazz. I, I want the Jazz out of there. Yeah. I want the Mavericks to finally win and face, you know, move on in the playoffs. Like they, they've been close. They, they've matched up against the Clippers, obviously, yeah, in yeah. Luca's first two postseason appearances, which have been a very bad matchup for the team in general and and for Luca. Um, you know, he, and he's fared well. It hasn't been his fault, but you know, fi- finally he, you know, gets a new opponent here, and of course he fucking strains his calf on yeah. the last game of the regular season. Like it's, it's really bad luck, and I hope he can overcome it. Just just miss the first game, you know, come back. Again, I, I don't want to write the Mavericks off. The Mavericks have been a very impressive team. I don't, I, I, I really, I, I don't put it past them to win that first game without him. But it's, it's going to be close. I think the Jazz are going to, you know, smell blood and they're going to go for it, um, you know, to win that first one especially. So the, another very interesting series. Like, I think uh, this one will go long either way. And, yeah. You know, we'll see. But I, I, another guy I just don't like to bet against, again, provided he can come back and play, is, is, is Luka. Oh, yeah. He's fucking... He he raises his game in the playoffs, hits a step back threes, gets everybody else involved, and uh, he's he's a superstar, you know, plain and simple. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna le- lean on that happening. So yeah, I, I'm I like my Mavs in seven. I, I think that'd be a, a fun one. But yeah, I, I can see them winning in six too, um, going into Utah and uh, uh, closing it out like like you predicted. So yeah, we'll see. I, we'll see. I, I wanna I wanna see the Jazz lose just so we can see the final form of emo Donovan Mitchell. I wanna I want this to be the yeah. the depressy summer. Uh, I want to yeah. see everything go black. I want to see him wearing long sleeves and hoodies and in, uh, in, in LA. I want to see him just going, going fully, fully committing to this bit. 
um yeah because uh, i think it's just good content for us uh maybe that's selfish but i mean sorry donovan somebody's uh somebody's got to profit off somebody's misery somebody's gotta, uh, yeah we gotta make money yeah, somehow yeah, and hey if you win uh i'll be sad and then you can profit off mine maybe who knows um <laughs> but uh everybody that is our, our official playoff preview for the first round uh we're gonna still be breaking YouTube, down what's up yeah. youtube hey, you us on youtube hey, yeah, this is nice. That was probably really good for all of our audio listeners too. Yeah, this is our first episode yeah, on, yeah, there uh, you go. on YouTube as well. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I mean, we're we're not the the biggest uh, tech guys uh, out there in the world. Uh, we're still kind of you know getting our, our legs under there under us. But uh, and most of all, uh, you know, it's a it's expensive to get good editing software. Uh, if uh, if you guys out there didn't know, yes. Um, so you know, keep showing your support at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, you know, the 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 more following you guys give us. Uh, you know, the more we can provide for you guys and the, the better we yep. can do at our, our, our jobs, you know, give you guys this uh, NBA content Mondays and Fridays uh, and sometimes Wednesdays uh, when it comes down to it. Um, and uh, Jordan, before we, we, we wrap up the podcast, I want to give I'm going to give my finals prediction before we started the playoffs. You can give yours as yep, well. Yeah, start of the playoffs. Yep. I'm going in seven games. It's going to be a seven game series. Razor close. It's going to be a rematch of last year. Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. And I think the Bucks take it. Be honest, Tanakumpo, Finals MVP. That that's my pick. Take it to the bank, baby. Right now, Bucks in seven. All right, all right. Oh, I I really wanted to. I, w- I wish I knew off the top of my head what my finals like the final game was. I know I had the Suns over the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, from la from the preseason. Yeah, from oh, the preseason. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if you even said, going- but. You know what? This is gonna be weird. I, I'm I like I'm liking my little weird predictions lately, like my Al Horford. Yeah, you're you know, a weird whatever. guy, so that makes sense. I'm going uh, Suns over the Nets in five. The Nets. Wow. Okay. I like it. I like it. That would be uh, yep. who? Man, can you imagine Nets and losing in five games? That'd be insane. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant's legacy. That's my ruined. prediction. Um, but yep. all right, you, you heard it here first. It's uh, looking like we're back in the Suns coming out of the uh, the West, but we'll uh, we'll see yep. who. Uh, who gets there, whether it's the Bucks or the Nets or possibly some uh, a different challenger coming out of the East. But uh, remember, uh, every Monday and Friday, Big Dog Ball Talk. And, you know, we're going to put this one up on YouTube. Uh, let us know what you think of it. Uh, sound off in the comment section below. Like and subscribe. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're going to be uh, trying this out. And if you guys like uh, us putting it up on YouTube as well, then we, we got no problem doing that. And uh, yep. you know, hopefully we can get you guys even more content as we go. Uh, maybe some YouTube exclusives as well. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that uh, ends up going down. Uh, but for Big Dog Ball Talk, I'm at Icorn with Jordan Flegel. And as my good friend Jordan always says. All my, all my Raptors fans, we're, we, we need to come together uh, on this. We need as many people at uh, Jurassic Park mm-hmm. as we can get. Maybe we should head down there, Matt, uh, at some point. Maybe game three or four. 100%. Uh, maybe we just get tickets. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm going. Uh, I already said that. I'm you going, are? I'm going, I'm going game three. I'm going to buy them, man. I'm, I'm 100%. All right. For real. Let's fucking go. Um, but uh, one thing that's worked for me, superstitious-wise, uh, uh, wear your Raptors gear during the game. Yep. Uh, I've got a little Jersey. Raptors cardigan that says Raptors. Uh, and then I do not wash it through the whole playoff yep. run either. Put it on, put it on, you know, first game. What are we? Yeah, we, we're, we've we avoided that, you know, 1230 start now, like, like we mm-hmm. talked about. It's uh, 6 p.m. now. It's nice. You can have a beer, throw on that jersey, that shirt or whatever, and do not wash it uh, until the Raptors hoist the Larry OB. Then you can wash it the next day. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's my advice. All my Raptors fans, please, we need you. We're not superstitious, but we're a little stitious. What's up, guys? It's Matt here. Uh, Technical difficulty. No YouTube. Sorry, guys. That's not happening. Uh, for some reason, I guess maybe it's just Jordan's good looks or my my bad looks. Maybe mix of both. I don't know. But uh, only Jordan's audio recorded. So it uh, looks like 
No YouTube, but YouTube 110% Monday. Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. You would have already got this notification on Twitter right when it happened. Instead, you're waiting hours later. So get on that next time. Follow us and uh, we'll see you on YouTube Monday.